Hello, San Bonani. Welcome to Union Bible Institute's podcast channel. UPI has been developing Christ-like seven leaders who are committed to Christ and His Great Commission since 1942. We provide affordable, accredited, and personal theological education in both Isizulu and English. We hope you enjoyed the following chapel message, preached in English and translated into Isizulu. For more messages, visit our website at www.upi.ac.za or search for us at all digital platforms. Greetings, giving a lele bazaranu, Tisha Baba Utogotela Omnising, Bingalele, E management Yonke, Bingalele staff, all the students and visitors, if we have one, and the interpreter, the program director. I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To our principal, the staff, and the management, I greet all the students, MC, and also in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay. I'm Babu Koza. My name is Jerome. Jerome. Born again. My sins. Uh, uh, were forgiven and my sins are forgiven and they will be forgiven. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, we are we are doing the book of First Timothy. The previous the previous preacher preached on chapter three. I am going to be preaching from chapter 4. Hallelujah. Um, I will ask, I will request um, our interpreter to read in Zulu so, so that we can save time to read in Zulu First uh, Timothy chapter 4 verses 1 to 16. Then what I will do as we move on, I will read a, 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 a text by text, a combination of, of, of some verses so that we can save time. But we shall allow her to read the entire chapter in Isizulu. Amen. Amen. Upaulo fundusi Timotheo guba alwe na basubuge kuluene. Verse 1. Kepa umoya wago usongo kutakile yoguti ngezi kati zoktina abanya baya kusubuge kuluene. Benago umoya batuksayo nezi fundiso za matimuni. Gogu zenzi sagwa bakamba manga abashiswe upaulo kunembeza wabu. Bengabelu kanana beti akzilo uguja akdala unkulunkulu uguba kwa mgele ngubonga yibo abakuluwa na balazi kuniso. Gogubagonke akdale ngunkulunkulu guuse. 
aglasuanga luto, umagwamgelo ngokubonga Goguba gungweli swangezu liga nkulunkulu no mkuleko. Nga ubega lezu zindokba zaloani, uyaguba iskonze sithe sika kristu jesu. Wanzi wangamazo kolo anisifundi sithe oslandilayo. Kepa wale zinganegwane zingolileyo, nezeza ligazi. Kepa zitwaeze kumesabe nkulunkulu. Goguba kutwaezu mzimba kusizi ngosana. Kepa kumesabu nkulunkulu kusizi zindweni zonke. Kune stembi sosalo kukpila na Likolegile lelizu ilfaneli mpelu kwa mgenu. Goguba skandlegela loko. Sia shika shigega. Goguba stembelegu mkulu mkulu. Opilayo omu msindi suwabantu bonke. Iga kulu wabakuluayo. Woyala ngalezi zindu fundi sengazu. Magunga bibiko mundo delelubu shabako. Kepa iba isponelo wabakuluayo ngezwi. Nangengambo. Nangotando. Nangokolwa. Nangokilanzeka. Nagegelu kufunda nogiala nukufundisa. Gizi nfige. Ungasitebeseli zipiwe skuwa, zipiwa ngezu ilepudas profeto. Nangokubegu izanza nga malunga. Nagegela lezo zindo umeguzo. Uguzu kubega kwa kukame gubobonke. Zikapele wenye kanisifundi iso. Umegu lezo zindo. Guguba ngogwenza njalo. Loko ya gusindisa wena. Naba guzwayo. Amen. Baba siya bonke kamene lika chesi zula kukulunkulwe tongwele. Njengi zimfuzen zelo lako. Baba siya toba sila lele kukulunkulwe tongwele. Inti ziyo ya kukulunkulwe tongwele. Inti ziyo ya kukulunkulwe tongwele. Inti Amen. I was so blessed when the previous preacher preached on chapter 3. Ngabu siya kakulba zala mtla umshumayelo zule wa shumayelo ngesashu kusitati. Really I was so blessed. Ngabu siya kakulba. It was like I hear... First Timothy chapter 3 for the first time. When I have read this, this chapter many times. I even wrote some assignments on, 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 on that chapter. But because the word of God is always new. Every time, every time. I was so blessed. In 1st Timothy chapter 3, we have learned that though the church is an organism, a, a, a living and a growing body united to Christ, the church is also an organization. In fact, Every organism has to be organized or else it will die. It must be organized. Otherwise it will die. Any organism, every organism. It could be a tree. It could be chickens. It could be any plant. If if it's not organized, it dies. The human body is a living organism. But, but, it is, but it is also a highly organized machine. And, our, and same applies our bodies. If, if our bodies are not, if my body is not organized, I will really die. Hallelujah. I must make sure that my body is organized. Now, what does this mean? It means that 
if the local church is to do its work effectively, it must have leadership. There must be leadership. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, we learned about overseers and deacons. And the qualification of these uh, 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 deacons and overseers. Because it's, it's, it's not everyone who can be put into leadership. Some people could be put in leadership but if they do not have these qualifications the organization they lead will die. That is why, that is why today there are many organizations that are being established and they die quickly. Because of lack of leadership. Leadership is very, very important. I'm speaking to leaders. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to leaders. But you like it or not, you are a leader. Because there are people who are looking up to you. There are people who are watching how you do things. That is why Paul gave Timothy some qualifications. Because it's not every individual that will lead. Hallelujah. Amen. When I was still in the Department of Education, if, if, if children in the school fail, the directors, district director or whoever, they will not call the teachers. They will call leadership. They call the principal. And his SMT. They must account. Not the teachers. Not the children. Leadership. Leadership. Training is first given to leadership. Then the, the knowledge and the information goes down to the people that they lead. There was a saying that we, we used to have in, in, in the meetings. That says a school is as good as the principal. It is nice in that way. When you perform. But if you do not perform, they, they say the school is as bad as the principal. principal. Those who love football, that is why many teams, they expel their coaches. When the coach does not play, he is not there amongst the ten or the eleven. But when the, the team underperforms, they coach. Church is important. Make sure that the qualifications the previous speaker spoke about 
you have them. Some of them may not be blooming. But you can nurture them. Because you are here already. Stop criticizing the Bible. Accept what the Bible says to you. Then your church will succeed. Otherwise, it's going to die. Hallelujah. Now, the chapter that we are reading today deals with the pastor's spiritual life. Uh, spiritual life and labors. It indicates that a true minister will, will have three qualities. We, we, we will talk about these three qualities then we, we, we leave. Amen. The first one, uh, 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 he will be a good minister preaching the way. We shall find that in chapter 4, verses 1 to 6. Loko siktola gulama verse 1 to 6. The second one. A spirit qualification. A godly minister practicing the word. Umfundisi osaba unkulunkulu owenza isu. Thank you very much, ma'am. That we, we will find in chapter 4, verses 7 to 12. The third one. qualification. He, he, he should be the growing, a growing minister. A growing minister. That is a kind of a minister that progresses in the world. Because we need to grow in, in the knowledge of God. We, don't, we do not always eat milk. But we need, we need to move to a stage where we eat solid food. That's, 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 that symbolizes growth in the word of God. Okay, then let's 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 let us begin with the first quality. That says be a good minister. That preaches the way. Preaching the word. Okay. Let, let me read. Let me read verses 1 to, 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 to 6. I'm reading from NIV. The Spirit clearly says that in later times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Verse 2. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose consciences have been seared as with a hot iron. They forbid people to marry 
and order them to abstain from certain foods which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believe and who know the truth. Just, let me just stop there in verse 3. We shall proceed with, with 4 to, to verse number 6. But when we read the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 29 to 30 we find that the Ephesian church had been warned already about the coming of false doctrine because these three verses they reveal a a a they reveal danger that Paul sees coming to the church of Ephesus. And to, to give us an assurance that this revelation is true. He says the Spirit clearly says that. The Spirit expressly says that. That means it is something that is bound to come. Because the Holy Spirit does not lie. What God says, it will come to pass. Hallelujah. In Acts chapter 20, verse 29 to 30, listen to, listen to what Paul said. To the he, he says, I know that after my departure, fierce wolves will come in amongst you, not sparing the flock, and from among your own selves men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. Hallelujah, Bazalwan. When we read Paul's letters, Bazalwan, we, we, we find that throughout his letters, the Spirit speaks clearly that the church will see apostasy. A falling away from the true faith. That is what the Holy Spirit continuously revealing to Paul. From the three verses that we have read, Paul points out uh, to the cause for the falling away. He makes it very clear that it is the satanic influence of demons. For what good reason or bad reason? So that believers will deny the basic doctrines of the Bible. That is the purpose of the coming of false teachers. They are satanic. 
When Satan comes, he does not bring any joy. He comes either to kill, he comes to destroy. That is, that is the work of Satan. So when, when, when false teachers influenced by Satan come to a church, you must, you must definitely know that they come to destroy. That is why Paul speaks to Timothy and tells Timothy that Timothy these people they are coming. What you need to do have these qualities. Be a good minister that preaches the word of God. That will distinguish you from false teachers. Because Paul here, if you hear Paul well, he does not say they will come from overseas. He does not say they will come from afar. But they may raise amongst you Then what will, what, what will distinguish you from them are the qualities that I, Paul, am giving you. Be a good minister that preaches the way. Be a minister that preaches the way without compromise. Preach the way with clarity or out of season. Now, let us, let us briefly look at what marks these false teachers. How will Timothy identify them? Number one, they preach one thing but practice another thing. They read the word but explain it to suit themselves. Actually, they are hypocrites. They teach people to abstain from marriage and abstain from certain foods. They willfully disobey the word of God. Not that they don't know the word of God. But they willfully do so. They willfully, they, they, they willfully disobey. They intentionally disobey God. These people, they are not, they are not fools. That is why today when they come, when they come in your area if you are not careful your church may close because they have got nice vocabulary they have a nice tongue they speak things that will motivate you for a, for a, for a minute and you find yourself having taken huge decisions false teachings Apostle Paul 
is warning Timothy that this apostasy will happen. But this is amazing. But but don't be discouraged. When it comes. Fine, it is a given. It will take place. But praise be to Jesus because, because verses 4 to 6 give us the solution and the answer to this danger. Let, let, let me read, let, let me read verses 4 to 6 that I said I will read. Listen to this. For everything that God created is good. And nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving because it is consecrated by the word of God and prayer. Now, he continues to say, I love this. He says, Timothy, my son, if you point these things out, to the brothers you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, now, you will, you will be a good minister of Christ Jesus brought up in the truths of faith and of good teaching that you have followed. From this text, Bazalonia 4 to 6, we, 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 we find that the word of God and prayer Noma, the word of God and prayer, they are a solution to this problem. How? God in his word has declared that all foods are clean. And through prayer, the Christian thanks God and dedicates the food to his glory. Now, what does this mean for the pastor? The pastor must teach these things to his people, nourishing them and himself on sound and healthy doctrine. That will distinguish the pastor from false pastors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A good minister will, will feed on the way that he might be able to feed others. A good minister will feed on the way. A good minister will feed on the way. A good minister, UBI students, and my fellow colleagues, a good minister will feed on the way that he might be able to feed others. My brothers and sisters, let us feed ourselves on the way. Let us feed on the way. Hallelujah, in Swati, there is a saying that says, You burp what you have eaten. You 
burp. Whatever that you've eaten. Amen. If a person has drank coke, when that person burps, you smell a sound of coke. When a person has eaten porridge, when you eat such meat, when a person has eaten such meat, you will burp the smell of whatever that you have eaten or consumed. If you have not eaten anything and you are hungry, in our very rural areas, Reshma, we have got some places where they are starving too much. There is no food. Some, those people do not work. They don't have jobs. We used to name those places. Because whenever you burp, when you haven't eaten anything, there's air that, is not, that does not smell really nice. That A question out. I have for you. What is it that you are burping? Feed on the word of God. Then you will burp the word of God. Even when you feed you, when you feed on the word of God. Even when you are angry. That you eat of the word of God. Nothing, no, no ordinary word comes from your mouth. Because when you are excited, the excitement has got an element of the weight of God. It comes from you within. If you are eating nothing, when you are angry, you are able to see that this Christ is a Christian. But God does not feed Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now that we, we have looked at the first quality, let's, let's look quickly to the, to the second one. That says, Be a godly minister who practices the word of God. Let me read 7 to 12. Have nothing to do with godless myths and old and old wise tales. Amen. For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. Holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Verse 9. This is trustworthy saying that that deserves full acceptance. And verse 10. And for this we labor and strive that we have put our hope in the living God who is the savior of all men and especially of those who believe. Level. Command and teach these things. 
Command and teach these things. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, Timothy. But set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faithfulness and in purity. From these verses that we have read, it is suggested that Timothy was leaning on was leaning towards asceticism. Which is the disciplining of the body. The physical body, disciplining of the body. Yes. That is why here Paul is teaching him to emphasize spiritual disciplines and exercises more than physical. It is very interesting to notice that if some Christians would put as much energy and enthusiasm into spiritual things, they, they and their churches it's amazing what they will be that is why in verse 8 he says bodily exercise profits a little time but spiritual exercise practicing the word of God is profitable for this life and the life that is to come. Hallelujah. Amen. He, I, 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 like, I, like, I like this, 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 this illustration by, by Paul. Because he makes things very clear. That this boy is so young. He loves to exercise. For his body to be, to, to be fit. But, but now, Paul says the, 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 same, the same thing that you do for your physical body. If you can do it for your spiritual life, you will be very strong. So do it, my son. Do it, my son. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, this teaches us that the Christian, uh, uh, that the, the Christian life, and especially the pastor, must practice the word of God and be known for godliness. I love UBI because we're saying we are developing Christ-like servant leaders. The, which means the more you do the things that Christ do, is the more you become like Christ. So godliness only comes when you begin to behave Hallelujah. Uh, the more you practice the word of God, 
is the more you become like him. In verse 12, Paul says to Timothy, do not be intimidated by those who are older than you. Simply be an example. They need to see by, by being faithful and true in all that you do. This is a challenge for you and me today. This is a challenge for you and me this morning. Here we learn that even young people can be examples of faith. As we see Paul admonishes Timothy in verse 12. Now that we have looked at the second quality, let us move to the third one. Then, then we close. Be the growing minister who, pro, who is progressing in the way. In other words, do not stay in one place. Grow in the knowledge of God. Grow in the knowledge of God. Verse 13 says, until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of the scripture. Let, let me finish my, 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 my sister. Amen. To preaching and teaching, do not neglect your gift which was given to you through a prophetic message when the body of elders laid their hands on you. Be diligent in these matters. Give yourself wholly to them so that everyone may see your progress. Watch your life. Hey, Watch your life, Timothy. And, and, and the doctrine closely. Persevere in them. Because if you do, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Hallelujah. This thing of doing the word of God, if you are a leader, it does not end by benefiting you alone. But it also benefits those who are looking at you. In other words, it benefits your church. The church that you are leading. Hallelujah. Uh, be a growing minister. Be a growing minister. Be a growing minister. Hallelujah. And the fact that to prove that you are a growing minister, it's not you that you will judge. But the people that are watching you will determine that you, you, you are growing. And are making progress in the knowledge of God. From, from the last verses that we have read, we find, uh, we find an answer to, to this question. How could Timothy or any believer make progress in the Christian life? Let me give these few answers then. Close. The first one is the word of God. Be diligent. I love the TPT. It says, be diligent in devouring the word of God. 
to devour the word of God, to devour the script describes eating, but eating in a different way. To devour is to eat and finish. Eat Any translation it can say eat. Any it eat. But typically it says devour. Eat without stopping, my brother. Read, study the word of God, my brother. Read and study the word of God. Study the word of God. The second one, spiritual gifts. Paul acknowledges that Timothy. Has some spiritual gifts that he is not using. He is not using. What you don't use, you lose it. Therefore, he is encouraging Timothy to use. The third one is dedication. He says, attend to these things. Be in these things. Give yourself to them completely. Without compromising. Hey, the last one is examination. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Give careful attention to your spiritual life. And every cherished truth that you teach. For living what you preach with them, release even more abundant life inside you and all those who listen to you. As I close, let me challenge you. Take care of your, of your life. Take care of your, of your spiritual life. Take care of yourself. Come first. Find out where you are spiritually. Find out where you are spiritually. And where you are going. In conclusion, if you are to be a true minister, that will, that will counter false teachers. Have, have, have these qualities. Just like Paul says to Timothy, be a minister that preaches the word of God. Be a godly minister that does not only hear the word of God, but practices the word of God. Minister that is progressing in the way. Tell our principal as he We hope that you enjoyed this message. If it encouraged you, please share it with a friend. If you or someone you know is interested in studying at UPI, visit our website at www.upi.ac.za or find us on social media at Union Bible Institute.